0: Okay, so let's start.
1: We're started. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us again today. CC and I are making our way through the Bhagavad Gita. This is our third session. Um, we have read through chapter one, verses one through four, right? And today we'll start at, at uh, text five. Is that correct, CC?
0: Yes, perfect.
1: Okay, great. So with that, do you want to awesome. um, take
0: us into it? yes welcome everyone so we are discussing here how the place the gita starts the conversation where the question is that this is happening on a sacred place dharmakshetra and does that sacred place influence people does it make them any of them change the course their course of action so the previous verses indicated so till the fourth text, which we have discussed, so one to four, the point was indicated. One was the starting question, and the next three verses indicated that Duryodhan was still his same old self. The nature, his his nature, was seemed to be far stronger than the place, the influence of the place. Mm-hmm. And now he's boost the morale of his soul force troops, he is going to do a comparative assessment that will go on till the 10th text. Hmm? He's ass- ass- assessing the forces he starts with, the forces on the opposite side. And he says that yeah, there are, there are Bhima and Arjuna, the key figures, but there are many others also who are, who are powerful over there. So one way you could read his statements is he is alerting his troops that don't take the opponents lightly. They are they are tough people. So he let's start from the fifth text now. There are also great heroic powerful fighters like Drishtuketu, Chekitana, Kashi Raja, Purujit, Kuntibhoja and Shaibya. There are the mighty Udhamanyu, the very powerful Uttamauja, the son of Subhadra and the sons of Draupadi. All these warriors are great chariot fighters in text uh, 5 and 6 he continues and he's giving a list of characters and he's telling that these characters are all great warriors so if we consider the the forces of the pandavas and the kauravas uh, he is now duryodhan is here and he is viewing the forces and he is giving a list so there, th- those forces there. He lists from four to six, and is talking about various important characters. Now, these, the list of names. How important is it? It depends on how we are approaching the book. The book, the book can be um, approached from a historical perspective or a philosophical perspective. So, as we know, the Gita is, a, is one part of a vast book called the Mahabharata. So for those who are reading the big book, for them, these characters are often familiar. If not familiar, at least they are relevant. Okay, all these big warriors are there. Now, and now from the historical perspective, it's important. Uh, But from the philosophical perspective, it is not so important. We could go into the histories of each of these characters and the Mahabharata sometimes describes the valor or the the character of these characters. But the point over here, here is, this is starting, that epic is starting with grounding in real life situations. That the list of names in one sense is describing that uh, this is a real life dilemma and uh, a real life situation so in one sense from even from the philosophical perspective i may say it's not so important but still it is it is useful why useful because it is defecting a real life situation which will eventually turn into a real life dilemma and the gita will be answering this so just like when we are describing a situation say if a, if somebody is describing a conversation that we had somewhere you know if i want to make it more vivid give more details that's how these details are being given over here hmm? okay so what
1: what's going on right now is that um Gerodina walked over to the other side saw how prepared and confident the walk the other side,
0: from from his own side only he just looked on the other side because it's not possible to walk on the other side if two armies are assembled
1: okay okay and so
0: yes that's why i depicted him here itself he is at the forefront of his army and he's just observing in fact he's speaking to his own people but he's telling, okay there all these people are there so he's observing and telling
1: okay okay so he saw the other side and he got a little intimidated because they look like they know what they're doing. And so he's he's trying different tactics to try to to try to encourage and inspire his side um to get ready for battle. And so the first one we talked yeah. about was when he kind of poked a little bit at the leader saying, you know, you were really affectionate to their leader even though he's the son of your rival. So don't be affectionate this time. Like man up. Basically. Right. And and now he's now he's pointing out now he's trying to almost encourage them by saying, Hey look, we're strong too. We're strong just like they're strong.
0: Well he's not, not come he's not come to his side. He's still talking about the opposite side. So in one sense, so he like you said, I like the phrase, he told Drona man up. And now he's telling others, you also have to you also have to be ready because they are <laughs> So Drona, he, he doesn't have any suspicion about uh, the others' loyalty, but still he wants to prepare them. They are they are those guys are tough. They're tough fighters, so you have to also be ready.
1: Oh okay. So here, there is,
0: your, here is your rival's son. So you should be ready to fight, but here, don't take them. Uh, don't be complacent. Don't think that because our numbers are more this is going to be a cakewalk we have okay. to be ready to fight
1: okay so he he looked at the army he recognized that Dron- drona and bishma Bhish- and may have some affection for the pandavas so he kind of handled it that way and then he turned to the other fighters who he he didn't question their alliance so well or so much and he more encouraged them
0: yes So now he's a little apprehensive. Did he go overboard? Because he's saying that, oh, they're tough people. Many of them are as good as Bhima and Arjuna, toughest among them. So he's thinking, hey, maybe I I want to make sure that they are fully alert, but they shouldn't get overwhelmed. So now he will turn to his own side. He will look at his own side. It's like you know, from, uh, looking at all of them, and he will tell about the warriors on his own side, and he will praise them, commend them, saying that we are also, we are also tough, we are also powerful. So let's look at the. This is now so from the seventh text. He is saying, but for your information, oh, best of the Brahmanas, let me tell you about the pa- captains who are especially qualified to lead my military force. So, in one sense, he's still speaking to Drona. Drona generally, when we're talking with someone, we may want others to hear, but politeness means that he says we don't just stop talking with that person and start talking with others. So he's still speaking to him, and he says, I'm not rattled, and I'm not shaken, I'm confident. He says, just for your information, I'll tell about my leaders. And then he speaks. There are personalities like you, Vishma, Karana, Krupa, Ashwatthama, Vikarna, and the son of Somadatta called Bhurushrava, who always victorious in battle. So he's giving a list of warriors on his own side. Now it's interesting, he is mentioning one particular character over here, Karana. Among the if we consider among the Kauravas. See, sometimes when there is a, say there is a football match or a cricket match, it's a team sports. Then say two teams may be playing. But say, right, uh, when say in in India, there's a big rivalry between India and Pakistan in cricket. It might be something. So there might be two teams which are playing. So there is a team matchup. This team is good. That team is good. But within that team matchup, there may be particular players matchup also. You know? Okay, you know, this batter and this baller. You know, who will get the upper hand? So, like that, there are smaller matchups also. So specifically, there is a rivalry, like I mentioned earlier, between Bhima on the other side and Drona and sorry, and Duryodhana on this side. So both of them are mace fighters, and there is another matchup.
1: Sorry, what is, is mace? Between- Can you explain
0: mace fighter? Mace, mace or club. Okay, it's a weapon. you mm. use a club to fight. So the club and mace are synonyms. And then there are there is there are prime archers on the opposite side. There is. Arjuna and on his side there is Karna but an interesting point over here is that Karna is actually not on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Although he is not on the battlefield, he is in the mind of Duryodhan. So through these verses Actually, psychology is also being depicted. That uh, the question which we had mentioned earlier that did the place affect him? So I concluded the last session by saying that the place and the, the, the sanctity of the place did not affect him much. So normally the sanctity of the place would affect us at the level of the mind. So his psychology is being revealed. Now, Karna had felt slighted. Karna was a formidable archer, but um, when the commander was Bhishma, Bhishma was the senior most, both in age and in experience, and he was the commander. So when Bhishma had earlier done an assessment of the two forces, he had said that Karana is not that big a warrior. Mm-hmm. So now his purpose in, he had to some extent undervalued Karana. Now he had done that primarily to, to try to decrease the hubris of Duryodhan. Duryodhan counted on Karana. You know, I will defeat, Vima and Karana will defeat Arjuna. So bhima had undervalued karana because sorry Bhishma had undervalued karana but when this had happened karana had felt slighted and he had said i am not going to fight as long as Bhishma is the commander because if i fight and I win I bring victory the credit will go to him so he refuses to give me credit why should I give credit why should I do something that will give credit to him so it's like some it, it would become like an ego issue Sure. I know, in a, like the in, I know in an Indian cricket team, there was uh, one particular batsman, quite a very very good batsman, but he didn't do very well with another uh, rival batsman who became the captain. And when that player became the captain, this this batsman said, "I will not play in the team as long as he's the captain." Which was, you know, he thought that he's doing that so that they will not give the captaincy to him. But they anyway I gave the captaincy to him. And then he had to weekly submit and he participated. But um, in this case, Karana had said, I will stand out or I'll sit out. So although Karana is not there on the battlefield, still he's very much there in the mind. And when you say Yodhan. that,
1: that reveals his psychology. What what does what that reveal about his psychology?
0: About okay, so, so right now, see See... This chapter is called Observing the Battlefield. Mm-hmm. So, when he's observing the battlefield, Duryodhan, he is he is seeing, seeing in the sense of stating, exp, seeing the absent. Somebody is absent, He's seeing them. Why is that? Because he counts them as very important. That person is a valuable ally, ally for me and he's there with me. So that's why he is m- m- pointing out, m- mentioning his name, although he is not there. So basically, through this, his what is psychology that is revealed? That is his, his resolve to fight. That is being revealed. He has had no second thoughts about fighting because even when somebody is not there on the battlefield, he's say, yeah, he's going to come soon. And he'll be mm. there here and he'll fight for me. So mm. I know he is here. Okay. So he is not uh, weakened by the absence of Karana. He's thinking, no, he's there. He's there like a substitute filter he may not be there right now on the field, but he will come eventually.
1: Okay. so He's almost like compensating in his mind because... Because yes. he's so and, committed. You
0: know, and, and this this is especially significant. Why? What it tells about psychology? It'll be uh, revealed a little bit more, if I can go ahead.
1: C- can I? Okay, I have one more question. Yeah. No, t- tell me. T- tell me, yeah. Why do you think that the holy place didn't affect him?
0: Well, that's because his nature was so obstinate. You know, sometimes some people are... Uh, it's like, this. Will, we will discuss about the conception of the self in the Bhagavad Gita as we come to it eventually. But it's like, suppose somebody is an alcoholic, but they are they are more like social drinkers. You put them in a different circle, they forget about drinking. But some people are just not social drinkers, they are drinking addicts. You put them in the company where nobody is drinking and they will be a craving for a drink. Mm. So basically, is evil nature is so deep rooted, so strong that it is unaffected by the place. And just like example alcoholic mm, craving for a drink. Even in a even among is this the word pronunciation? Tito Taylors?
1: I don't know. Don't drink
0: at all? I don't know that yeah. word.
1: Okay. <laughs> no. It's no. over my head. Okay, <laughs>
0: okay. non drinkers. <laughs> Even when he's among non drinkers, he's still thinking. So that it reveals his psychology basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That he is he's adamant. Mm-hmm. So I'll just read the next verse and then I'll make a comment and then. We'll stop for today. Okay. Okay. So the... ninth the text, he says, there are many other heroes who are prepared to lay down their lives for my sake. All of them are well-equipped with different kinds of weapons and all are experienced in military science. So here he is reassuring his forces by saying that they're all dedicated to my cause. So in one sense... He is continuing his strategy of, okay, he's compared the Pandavas and the Kauravas. So his his forces and the other forces. So if you consider a weighing balance, so who is uh, who is stronger? So he is going to give that assessment in the next verse. But he's listing that these people are also dedicated. There are many others and they're so dedicated that they're ready to lay down their life for me. But by this point, the list gets completed. And he will give the assessment, his assessment about who is stronger in the next verse. And the 10th verse will answer this. But the next verse will answer But before that, let's make one point over here. I said that he's seeing the absent, but he's not seeing the present. Mm. And so he's seeing the absent, that is, he's seeing Karna, but he's not seeing the present, that is, Krishna. So Krishna is there on the opposite side, and Krishna is very prominently present. He mentions Bhima and Arjuna in the right in the first verse. So Krishna is. We'll talk about Krishna more later, but he is God descended to this world. That's what the Gita tells us, and it will be revealed. It has already been told in the Mahabharata. But he's definitely a very powerful person. But he has chosen to be a non-combatant. So we'll talk about why he's a non-combatant later. But Duryodhan's his calculation is so materialistic and gross that he thinks just because somebody is a non-combatant, He is a non entity. He is inconsequential. He's going to make no difference. So Mm -hmm. somebody can be like somebody may be a not be a great player, but that person could be a great great advisor, great counselor, great guide. And Duryodhan completely devalues him. Devalues him to such an extent that he doesn't even mention Krishna. Wow. and that also shows his psychology that again that also if he knew how powerful krishna was then at least that would have got some cautionary note so his at one level if we can we can say that this refers to his godlessness uh, because he is neglecting god completely or even if he says i don't really believe krishna is god and still, his gross materialism, where he doesn't even consider anything beyond uh, numerical factors or the physical fighting. See, there is, the, like sports is not just a physical encounter, it's also a mental encounter, it's a mental game. So like that, the in the mental game, Krishna is going to play a very significant role. But in the mind, the it, that inner aspect, he completely neglects. And that also is an indication of, because he's not thinking about the subtler, the internal, that's why the place also doesn't affect him in much.
1: Wow. So it's like we know that Krishna is on the side of the Pandavas, but what we see here is Jirodhna not even acknowledging it or recognizing how it could be su- significant because he's so focused on the externals he's completely ignoring the internals and in that way he's he's removed himself from from krishna and krishna's grace and that i feel like we can learn too like when we see how even a ho- he's so down this rabbit hole that even being in a holy place doesn't affect him it's it's something to learn f- for us all to learn from you know like we really have to reach up Reach out for Krishna and invite him into our heart. If, if we want to experience his presence, or we end up like this, which is delusional. <laughs> Very true. So we'll continue our next session. Thank you so much. Thank you.